0: Welcome once again to another exciting episode of Tales of Azeron.
1: Azeron.
0: Jeez, guys, that just gets like wackier and wackier every (laughs) single time we do it. Like it started out really great and then it just kind of got like, hey, I'm going to do my own thing.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's
3: how it goes, though.
4: Yeah. you gotta do how it. You, you gotta do it how it feels,
0: man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we get the best reaction from you when we fuck it up. So, like, who's, this is.
0: Yeah, this you is, know what? This is. This, it's my fault. You're right. This is on honestly.
5: Me. I'm a little offended because I felt like that was an exceedingly exceedingly normal Azeron from me. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that feels yeah, actually. <laughs>
3: Like, of the, the weirder ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah,
0: you know what? You're probably right, but there's so many different, like you know, <laughs> kind of sounds going on in the background that <laughs> I couldn't really tell. So I apologize. So yes, welcome to Tales of Azeron, a a D and D podcast of a homebrew world that uh, we came up with. I am Roberto, your dungeon master, and with me at the virtual table, as always, we have Jacks playing Kira Ryder.
3: Hello, hello.
0: Josué playing Alden Wallaby.
4: Bonjour, gooden tag, hello, hola. I wish I knew more languages. Hello, everybody.
0: That was good. That was good. Very, very good to our international listeners. <laughs> Doran playing Cato Sturgis.
5: Sup, nerds. There you
0: go. <laughs> there we go, and there, there there goes there goes our cred right there. And then it's a good have, cop, bad cop. I, I, I guess so. I mean, but there is no cops here. There is. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> sorry. Whoa, that was from the guy. Yeah, let's get political. Uh, okay.
1: Wow.
0: <coughs> we, have, we have Chelsea playing Soraya Aldadonin.
1: Yes,
2: I noticed you didn't include Elvish in your list, Hospare. <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: I know no I I know Halfling, I know Common. I know Inferno. What?
1: Inferno.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a special guest today. We have Alfonso uh, playing a unnamed character as of yet until he's introduced. Uh, he hails from NYC and he is part of the Status Effect Podcast. Joining us today.
6: Hello, everyone. It's good.
0: To, it's good to be here. Uh, that's all I got. Ooh.
1: Do you want it? <laughs> to to yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about your podcast.
6: Yeah, sure. So this is a podcast that a friend of mine. uh, We actually used to work together like five years ago. Uh, His name is Joseph Roman. We started working on, you know, trying to find a a a, an outlet for us to just continue our conversations, right? Because we would be on lunch together, having really awesome debates on like which game is the best game of all time, or you know what you know what are our like top ten boss fights of all time, kind of thing. And uh, they led to some heated. Conversations and people were just like, yo, you guys should make a, a, a podcast. And I was like, all right. I mean, I've tried this three times and they failed every time. So I don't know what, what's going to be different about this one. But we tried it again and we felt really strongly about our platform and our, our format, which is really kind of focusing on pop culture and less about like having just your typical conversation about video games. We thought about like how in video games are you even in d you know there's things that affect us right like you can get poisoned you can get toxic charmed whatever that's your status effect but in life you know there are a lot of things that we get experience whether it's books movies tv shows video games or even just life experiences that also kind of have a status effect on us so we thought hey wouldn't it be kind of cool to talk about things almost from that aspect as well almost like from a emotional health mental health kind of aspect alongside just the hey i'm super excited about this movie coming out like hey how did that you know affect you hey, it actually reminded me of my childhood and my dad and this and that so there was kind of just a different aspect and we put our content out there and we started to get a lot of listens and you know we've been going at it for a little over 2 years And it's been fun. It's been great. We're actually going to hit our 50th episode soon. uh, Well, at the time of this recording. And um, yeah, we're just super excited to still be around. and, And we love our audience. They give us a lot of really good feedback. And they give us really awesome questions too. Sometimes some heartfelt ones about how things affect us. And we just hope to keep going for you know more years to come but it's it's awesome to be on this podcast with y'all because you know Berto and i we we've been friends for man Bert, how long has it been like seven years eight years it's, like yeah it's uh,
0: been closer to like probably 10 honestly well covid those point. COVID
6: years don't count those that oh, was like oh, a time warp yeah. so that yeah <laughs> all of us lost time during that time but yeah yeah it's it's been a very very long time and you know, we had him on our like kind of as part of our audience, and he had a great time. And he was like, "Hey, you know when I do this D and D thing. I would love to have you on." And so I said, "Sure, let's go." So that's it. That's a little bit about me and about our. company. Where podcast.
0: can people find your podcast?
6: Sure, I mean it's pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. You know, we're eventually going to add a uh, video component, so you'll probably see us on Twitch and YouTube. But until that nice. happens, right now it's just it's all audio only.
0: Cool. Well, you're probably going to, uh you're probably going to hear this episode by the time you're at your 75th episode or something <laughs> like that. So just to give you a heads up because we, you guys release weekly and I have no idea how you yeah. guys do that. We release bi-weekly. So, you know, we have a couple of episodes that are, you know, ready to to put out, but they come out bi-weekly. So.
6: Yeah, they're in the hopper. That, but that's smart though, because right. then you you know if, if any of y'all get you know a little sick or go on vacation, it's like hey, you know what, it's fine. We get, we still got some in the chamber for us. It's like mm-hmm. I got to record a few days early before I go on vacation and edit it while I'm like <laughs> at the beach, that kind of thing. So <laughs> gets a little stressful sometimes.
0: All right. Well, that being said, before we get started, Alden.
6: Oh no,
4: I just want to say I think that's actually pretty great that you're uh, kind of bringing that out because that's one of the biggest things that i feel it's like not really talked about especially with games and and even books and movies just how much it can affect you and how much it can really change your life like even the simple things like uh, i remember in world of warcraft years years ago pretty famous uh player kid teenager he passed away people from the server came together and they kind of honored him in the server and yeah it's like like so many little stories like that it's always great to hear
6: Yeah. No, 100% agree. I think a lot of times when people think about video games, they focus on like the fun aspect and the social aspect. But there's a lot of things that impact us really differently, depending on where we're at in our lives. You know, I can tell you that games hit me differently before I became a dad, and Alberto can can totally attest to this. Like, you know, before becoming a parent, you play games, and you, you know, you play Kratos and, and God of War, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna kill, kill, destroy, destroy. And Then you become a parent, then you play the latest God of War, where he has a son that he's raising, and you're just like, "Oh crap!" Like, I want to be a good role model to him. I just want to make sure I'm doing the right. <laughs> 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 These are all fictional characters, but yet you're just kind of yes. living through them. So, so you know. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, thank you for sharing uh, your podcast. I hope, uh, hope you know, we get some some kind of cross uh, uh, cross streams here going. Yeah, not, but like not, not not like in Ghostbusters, you know. I was just that, gonna you say, know so the streams, I ever cross streams.
3: <laughs> Anyone ask you if uh, you're a God? always
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get started with a quick little recap. Last time, the party was tasked with finding out what was attacking the miners. Before arriving to the mines, the party was beckoned into a dark alley by a traveling merchant who was hooded and had glowing red eyes, who promised great deals for great prices. Cato braved the half-orc's wares and purchased a strange ring. The party soon entered the mines and discovered what was attacking the miners, a shape-shifting creature of some sort that appeared shortly after the pages had ripped themselves out of the magical tome. Merely a coincidence? The party will soon find out. And we are currently involved in combat, which is where we last left off. The creature was on... Uh, right in front of Kira, uh, while the party was just kind of in a, I would say maybe, Delta attack formation or something, whatever <laughs> that means. So let's go back into the turn order and see whose turn it is.
3: Oh no! Does anybody remember how I was keeping it from?
0: Yes, you had <laughs> your, you had your special ability that you used, which was uh, a what is some beckon duel or.
3: Compelled duel. Compelled duel, yeah, compelled
0: but then duel. Said yeah, yeah I have yeah.
2: accidentally stabbed yeah. you through the R. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, I was thinking of the moonlight spell where yeah, it, was it, was it was preventing him from shape shifting because it was a mimic of yes. some. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that is exactly what it was.
3: Yes, Windy, uh, so, mm-hmm. Starlight. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's <laughs> go to the top of the round. And Sarayath, it Mm -hmm. is your turn. This creature is uh, kind of a Morphous Blob right now, and it is in front of Kira. Uh, You have just stabbed Kira in the arm, and this thing is right in front of you. And give me a perception check real quick.
2: Oh, no. Not that. A three. But at least I get a plus one.
0: Oh, that's great. Okay, so as you get closer to this thing, you see jagged teeth and a a wicked-looking tongue that is just kind of like moving around like a, a, a live vine and you see this ichor coming from its tongue, but you don't you don't notice what uh, what I was hoping you would notice, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know what you're hoping me to notice, but Srayath is focused on the failure of their actions <laughs> and says, Oh my god, if my father saw that he'd throw me to the wolves again and like it's all good three, Sarayat. two, and then rips out the dagger from Kirasar. <laughs> Do you count
1: out
2: loud? Yeah, three, two, and you're like, what? No, don't don't pull it out!
1: Three, two,
2: pulls it out on two.
3: (laughs) No. It bleeds so much more when you yank it out. I know, but you know me too. You need to dagger. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Kira? Yeah?
0: Can you please give me a concentration check?
3: Sure, I sure can do that thing. As soon as I, uh, yes. Is it? How do we do concentration check?
0: It's just a wisdom save, I believe. A
3: wisdom save. Okay. Great. I got a plus five to that. That's, That's great good. And it's a twelve. Hey, so you made 17. it. Seventeen.
0: You're you're still concentrating. This this pull of <laughs> kind of, of, of <laughs> a dagger hurts, but you're you're good.
3: So I bear down on it, and I'm just like, "Mm And then (laughs) Sariah, still
2: trying to help, but not trying to use their dagger, sort of flanks around the creature, just so that you might have a better shot of obliterating it.
0: Okay. Is that all you're going to do?
2: I don't have any other actions left, I believe.
0: You do not. Unless you yep. have a bonus action or something or a reaction or something that. That was the
2: use. flanking and dash.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Moving on to our next actor. Kato, it is okay. your turn.
5: Okay. So if I recall correctly, I don't have my swords, because ah. they're still getting sharpened. But I do I have oh that's <laughs> right. I have a rapier. That's yeah. right. Uh I was like, I knew I borrowed something from Sariath and I couldn't quite remember what it was. But yes. Great. So I don't, did I, I don't think I put, did I make a note if I put Hunter's Mark on this bad boy? You did. I did. Sick. So let's just stab it. And so we're going to attack three times because of the attack action plus my bonus action. So let's see. That's going to be does a, let's do it this way. We've got... A 18. 18 hits. Great. Does a 15 hit? It does not. Okay. Does a 17 hit? It does. Sick. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do this. Oh, it's missing that. That's fine. Uh, So the great... So it's going to be five. Oh, much better, much better. Eight. And then because of the... So we're at 17 so far, plus an additional 2d6 because of uh, Hunter's Mark for a total of 27 damage.
0: God damn it. Okay. Yeah, you, you hit it for 20. So you, uh you're using your swords? Rapiers. Rapier. Cool. Piercing? Are you? I believe. Okay, you stab it and you give it a little whisk, like you're beating some <laughs> eggs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you squiggle the inside of it and it does not look very happy.
5: Good. <laughs> it shouldn't.
2: Looks like a bad egg. Squiggle the
5: it inside. Looks like a bad egg. <laughs> oh I boy.
2: Good.
0: Anything else you want to do? End my turn. Cool, Kira. You are up. This thing is right in front of you. Also, you are blinded. Just to give you that quick heads up.
3: Ooh, how am I blinded? It's spat spat in your eyes. Ow. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Okay, well, also as a point of order, whenever its turn is, if it starts the turn in the thing, it has to do stuff. Which it will. Okay, it has to do stuff at that moment. (laughs) Okay,
0: Okay. you you just let me know the stuff that I have to do.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's going to make saving throws. Anywho. Well, can I use lay on hands on myself to make me unblinded? No. No.
0: No. You cannot use lay on hands on yourself. What kind of question is that?
3: I think I can, though. I think Uh, you can, too.
0: I was just, you know.
3: Great. I am immune to disease, so that's nice.
0: (laughs) Before you do anything, though, can you give me a perception check? And since it's right in your face, you get advantage on
3: it. Even though I'm blind. Uh,
0: you get disadvantage on it then. Never mind. You're gonna get disadvantage. Maybe you can notice it uh via another sense.
3: <laughs> Great. So,
0: farted. Wait. The holy sense. <laughs> the
3: holy sense. Yeah.
0: I'm just really hoping that you roll well on this disadvantage throw. Um, <laughs> uh,
3: I mean I kinda did. Fourteen Would you is my roll? yeah, fourteen is my lowest. Let me. Um, uh, oh, that's not I want to
0: do. So it's night, it's a uh, 19. Wow. Okay. So you are blind, so you cannot see this, but no. you sense a. As soon as uh, Kato stabs and whisks and pulls out, you smell this horrible stench that is emanating from this creature in front of you. It hits the back of your throat like, like a freaking ball that was kicked at a soccer net just hits you square in the back of the throat and it almost causes you to to hurl but you know you keep it down you manage to keep it down uh because there's something weird about this stench like you can tell that it's it's almost like it's fluctuating in and out like the stench is getting strong and then it's receding and then it's getting strong and then it's receding to everyone on the outside of this you see the creature start to glow and pulse. Mm.
3: (laughs) Does this help me know how to murder it? It does not. Damn it. Okay, great. I lay on hands myself.
1: Okay. Which looks
3: like I'm down by twenty. So I'll spend what do I have can I how much do I have to spend to get take the blindness away? Like I don't need to be fully healed. I just want to not be blind anymore.
0: If you well, let's say five.
3: I spend five.
0: Because I don't think that has the ability to remove status effects, does it?
3: It's not no. restoration. No, I don't yeah. know. I'm not a cleric, I'm sorry. It's not- <laughs>
0: So, because <laughs> I am a kind right. and benevolent DM, I will say it will cost five to remove the blindness from you.
3: Hooray! Oh. So
0: you are no longer blind, and you can now see that this thing is pulsing, color, uh, uh, glowing light
1: from it.
3: Great, that's cool. Uh, I think I don't have any other bonus actions. I don't think. Did we say that we took the compelled duel ended, or yes. is it still happening? Okay.
0: No, the compel duel ended, but it's still in this uh, moonbeam.
3: Right. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else that I can do Uh, unless it tries to hit me again. Okay. So I'm going to ready my sword to attack it if it tries to move away from me. So I'm ready.
1: Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool.
3: And that's what I got.
0: All right, cool. So before you act, Alden, because I know that your turn is next, Mm -hmm. uh, but it has an action between you and Kira. It is its turn now. Kira, uh, what do I have to roll to save myself from damage?
3: You must make a constitution saving through. Because he's a shapeshifter, you make it with disadvantage.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see how this goes. Oh my god, that was the worst thing I could have rolled. What what do I need to save?
3: That's a good question.
0: Oh my god, Jax. Because you don't know I'm saying it saves.
3: No. I'm looking for where it says on Fantasy Grounds what what the AC is, but I don't see a spot to to have put it.
0: But it's a spell you should know. It should be
4: eight plus your modifier plus your ability modifier.
3: So, uh, 12, 15. So it needed to beat 15. Aha! Damn,
0: just shy one. Yeah, I'm
3: gonna write that down. Okay, so
0: how much damage does it take?
3: It takes 2d10.
0: Fuck, come on, guys. Come on, don't Uh, kill another creature of mine just like uh, that.
3: uh, Yeah, uh, absolutely uh, not. Hey,
4: See it's what they been do to me, Fonzo. Our, it's, it's been stabbing our
5: buddy. Yeah, we
2: care about your
5: story, not your creatures, Birdo.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Although I do bear a particularly strong grudge against cursed paper.
5: <laughs>
2: oh, I mean, I think right. this
5: is the cursed paper, isn't it? Is it?
2: <laughs> is it? Yeah.
5: You don't to one of them. I mean, is I it, guess we don't know that, but I just kind of assumed we've had the same you know, mimic are you fucking me with that us.
3: This is the
2: reason. For my face right now. This is the reason my stationary has betrayed me.
3: <laughs> yes, and also it takes 14 damage.
0: Oh fuck. Okay, so here's what happens. You you this this moon beam, this celestial area that is glowing kind of starts glowing along at the same pace that the creature is glowing at, and it explodes. And Ka-boom. yes, sure, no. you are right in the blast radius, Kira. Cool. You about to you about to get hurt?
3: For <laughs> No, uh, I, don't have, I don't know.
0: <laughs> you about to get hurt, and it's not going to be nice. Uh, and
1: ka okay. the chat.
3: I need the chat to calm down.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you have to All make right. these jokes out loud. <laughs>
0: This thing, like character. This, thing <laughs> this thing blows up into a bunch of tiny little things, and you take twenty-eight damage. What? Ooh.
2: What do you mean, tiny little things like spiders? Like when you smush a mama spider, and all the babies just like pour. No.
0: Yep, and they mm-hmm. all scatter into the the cracks and crevasses that are in the walls and disappear. <laughs> That is <laughs> <laughs> except for one. No. Except for one that is wriggling and dying and then it just stops moving and Kira you see that this thing melts away and turns into a scrap of paper. Not a full sheet, but a scrap. <laughs> mhm.
2: I guess you mm-hmm. can say it was scrappy.
0: <laughs> uh, Get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> how, <laughs> how
0: dare you?
2: I'm sorry. It's Soraya's inclination <laughs> to make jokes as a defense mechanism after they've acted <laughs> below their stationary.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nicely done. good. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, wait a minute. do Okay. Uh, well, Kira wipes the goo off her face and sort of pitifully turns to Alden, holding her arm where she was stabbed, and <laughs> like,
4: are you are, okay? Don't Stand still. Uh, don't don't move, and I'll I'll, I'll put my hand on Akira and do a little bit of a prayer. And, you put uh, your hand
0: on Kira, and it's like egg whites just all over.
4: Try not to kind of I I, I gag a little. Okay. No, nope. okay. I'm okay. No. And then I'll, I'll try to cure Kira for a little bit. I'll do... Uh, Let's see. I'll do Healing Word. Because the yeah, others... I'll do Healing Word at
5: second level. Okay.
3: Didn't we get like a Go shit ton and- of healing potions too? Are there somewhere?
5: We did. We also have my half priced healing potions.
0: Yes, yes you do.
5: Because I um I'm the deals guy, apparently.
3: <laughs> you are the deals guy, that is true.
4: So this is what I rolled. 14 to heal. Nice. I hope you uh, hope this helps. How's your arm?
3: It's okay. Maybe Backhoe I'll movement. Yeah, I think maybe I'll take one of those healing potions that we have too, just because apparently there's 8 million of these gross things now that we have to go deal with.
4: Well, I look I look down at the piece of paper and just because I'm still not trusting of anything now, I kind of put my mace over it and just <sniffs> push down a little. Does it Smash move? It. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, no, it is stationary. Yes. I pick it up? (laughs) Yeah, you pick it up. Uh, It looks like a scrap of paper from a book, possibly.
4: Okay. Who wants to hold on to this? Do we have anything to put it in?
2: Yes, I have a glass file. (laughs) Yes. It takes over with their little tiny calipers. They're like, "Mm, yes. They'll shove it in, and then they'll take the wax and seal it and be like, cannot escape. (laughs)
1: <laughs> as you say
0: that, the paper starts to move. No! But it's it's not turning into anything. It's moving like almost as if it's trying to go somewhere.
2: Sura <gasps> uh, uh. oh! tilts up the glass file and says, perhaps this is a compass to the nest. The nest of vile, slimy monsters. Yes. Uh, I don't really want to follow this piece of paper no
4: i i I can hold on to it don't worry i know you've been through a lot
2: (laughs) holden it isn't about the paper anymore it's about finding more of these papers (sighs) but here yes i'm gonna let you hold it because i do not want to
1: do we think
3: perhaps that this was one of the pages in that book that exploded remember all the pages went flying out away the king is really mad that we.
5: Oh, well, that was absolutely are... my assumption.
3: Yeah. yeah. Gonna... Yes. Yes. I I, th- I think we were
2: operating under that assumption. And Kara, may I take this time to deeply apologize for the injury that I have caused you?
3: Oh, it's. Uh, yeah, it's OK. So I appreciate that. But it could have happened. To, I will say in the future. And like. Alden, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of better to just like leave it in there until we can <laughs> deal with it. So you do more damage when you yank it out. But
4: yeah, that that's true. It does kind of bleed more. I, I'm sure Sariath knows about that. Being pretty good at stabbing things, but totally. I, I, I think I think it was like in a, a spur, like in the moment type of thing.
3: Yeah, totally. Yes. I t- totally okay. I'm fine. But I am gonna drink one of these potions, and then I drink a potion.
0: And it's uh, is it one of your uh, potions, Kato, or is it just one of the normal ones?
3: I can Kira. try one of the half-priced ones if we. I don't feel like I'm all that <laughs> badly injured now that Alden. Yeah, what's me.
5: I mean? Because in theory, the ones I have are greater healing potions, but they're expired, so you know
3: sure yeah if you want to give it a go i mean this is a good moment to find out what they do rather than like in the heat of the moment
5: that's you know what that's a good point uh Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i will hand you one of my uh oh do i have five of these holy cats all right yeah i think you've got a lot yeah all right well now i've got four of these
0: nice and All right, you I... pop open that vial and, uh, you know, you brave the contents and chug a, chug a lug down. Okay. Give me a con save, please.
3: Oh. See? So good we didn't do this in the middle of combat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that was not a great roll.
0: Was it above a 10?
3: Uh no, but I do have a <laughs> cookie that I could spend right now.
0: All right, if you have a cookie, you can spend it. Uh
3: How bad will Just it be? for
0: for you and uh, and the audience Alfonso, if a player has a cookie, they can use it to reroll damage or they can use it to reroll basically have advantage. Oh. Mm. Very nice.
3: I'm gonna save it. Just You're gonna, gonna save it. it. Gonna okay, see if that
1: happens. It's
0: nine. All right. It's nine. Oh, just shy. I know. You chug it and it feels stale, mm. like going down. It's like, mm. you ever have like milk that is just shy of being yogurt? <laughs> it's like right there, <laughs> right there. And, uh, you try to keep it down but you wolf it up you will heal 1d4 cool. which i will roll for you
3: okay Thank
0: you heal this. a whopping 1
3: not <laughs> worth it not worth it at all okay no, no. you all right. like worse hey, kira <laughs> yeah i don't i don't feel i don't feel great this has not been a great day for the me. No. That's
0: Alden, okay. The scrap of paper that you are holding onto in this test tube is kind of pointing towards Kira's direction.
4: I bring it closer, a little bit closer to Kira.
0: It's still pointing towards Kira. More specifically at her, uh, her bag.
4: Kira, you mind putting down your bag uh, for a bit?
3: Oh, sure. I'm going to drink one of the normal potions. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
4: uh, away, uh, away from the mess?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kira sets her bag down and drinks a normal healing potion.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. Which would be... I want to say it's 2d4 plus 2... And while you're doing that, Alden, the piece of paper is still pointing, kind of like like it wants to go in the bag. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so I kind of open up the bag, and well, um, I asked Kira. Hey, Kira, I is said, is, uh, it it looks seems to be pointing in the bag. Uh, do you mind if I kind of check? Uh, do you have the book in there, maybe, or or?
3: Yeah, go for it. I I yeah. pull out the book.
0: Okay, the book, the book is there, and it's like definitely looks like it wants to get in there. It's like tapping down like it wants to get back in the book.
2: Well, this is less useful, but I suppose release it and see what happens.
4: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do we want to use it to actually... Well, I mean, it's not pointing to the other pieces of paper, so I don't know how useful that's going to be. Right. So, well, everybody get ready.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I open up the the glass bottle, and I
0: immediately cannot... it flies out of the glass uh, little vial and plops itself into the book, and the book kind of glows as it accepts this scrap of paper.
1: Oh,
4: well, I guess that's good. That means that we don't have to worry about losing
1: it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah.
5: <laughs> well. I guess we've got a preview of what our life's going to be like for the next few months. Yeah.
1: Uh, um,
5: out of curiosity, uh, not
4: so Alden, fun, say out loud, right?
1: But
4: <laughs> when the, ah, when the yeah. people went in, they, they get like a, like a shiny, like musical light, and they start like bringing up a picture.
0: No, nothing <laughs> like that. So uh, but,
1: needs
0: I mean, proof. maybe, maybe it it will sometime later. Who knows? I mean, we have to first
3: of all, we have to find Merlin's place, and then Mm. that will...
2: Who who is Merlin? (laughs) Who are you talking
1: about? (laughs) Who is this man? (laughs) And on
4: that note... It looks over to Kira. (laughs) (laughs) Our
0: guest walks in. It's
5: Merlin. (laughs) It's Merlin.
0: (laughs) Jacques, you start coming to. It's dark. Your head really hurts what happened
6: now question am i in the same room as everyone or am you are i not in
0: you are you okay. are in a separate section so these guys have no idea that you are getting up from wherever you're getting up
6: so i i slowly kind of roll over and get on my hands and knees As I slowly just try to stand up, but my knees are wobbly. So I fall over on the side on a wall, kind of catch myself, and I still hear the voices in the distance. Now, do I see, is there any light in the room that I'm in, or do I see light more towards where they're at?
0: There is torchlight along the walls uh, on various, you know, sconces that has been set up for, Mm -hmm. you know, the miners and everything else. Right next to you, there is a couple of sticks of dynamite, so okay. you have some I, explosive sticks. probably dropped them when you got uh, were you know dropped on the ground or something. Okay
6: well, I'm going to pick those up i have a I, I have a bag, so I'll I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll f- fill my bag with these items, and I'll slowly start stumbling through, making my way towards the voices.
0: Okay, you stumble forward a couple of steps. everything's real groggy, and you hear the voices a little bit further ahead as you're you know going forward and uh you hear you hear one of them say something about merlin who <laughs> you guys hear who in the shadows who.
5: Whip around. Owlbears? No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
3: Not (laughs) Uh,
5: Uh, uh, Who's there? (laughs) Sam, do you? Uh,
0: Sam, do you? Uh,
3: Are you all right? Are you hurt? (sighs) Are you a dwarf that we are here to rescue?
0: As she mentions I, the fact that you're hurt, you do feel yeah. a searing pain in the back of your head.
6: Yeah. And I reach back, touch the back of my head, and I feel there's a wet.
0: large gash.
6: Yeah. And I put my hand in front of my my eyes and I'm like, it sure looks like. Ah. And I continue stumbling towards the group.
4: Whoa.
0: whoa you guys whoa. uh you guys see in front of you a shadow appear and uh he comes into the light and it is it is a dwarf he is an older dwarf by the looks of him he has uh, he has overalls and a that are uh ripped and ripped at the shoulders undershirt you see a long red beard with intricate braiding and streaks of black in it with some wisps of white showing through
6: as i come closer i stumble and i land in front of them ah <sighs>
5: Yeah, as he starts to stumble, he'll be like, oh, "Oh, come on, buddy, let's get you up. Let's get you up." Sorry, wait, wait, I was wait, rude. Wait. Don't touch him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, him I, uh, outside the character, I roll to see because Alden is a bit like again doesn't trust things, so it's like it could be one of those creatures. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it was a corpse before. Maybe it's learning to talk.
0: Just a what little... did you roll?
4: I yeah. rolled a natural one, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Be gone, foul creature!
1: Stay back.
3: Right. Right. <laughs> Kira is gonna say, "Okay, we've just had a very crazy time where we had this thing that kept changing shape on us. We're just trying to make sure that you are okay. What? What is your name, my friend? Uh,
7: my name is Jacques." Jack's own
1: oh. Oh. Mm. points. Caps.
3: can i can i put on my divine sense did that help me before uh
0: don't recall i don't believe so let's say odds or evens yeah or give me a give me a d six and then uh, sure. uh or actually i'll give you a d six and i'll uh i'll let you know okay. what are you picking odds or evens uh evens evens all right it's an even so yeah i it, it'll work for you what are you what are you trying to do
3: i just want to like open my senses and see if i sense good or evil from him okay this dwarf
0: you do not sense evil okay you do not sense good
3: okay yeah you seem pretty normal mortal Guy,
1: I am um, normal.
3: <sighs> yeah, and I'm in totally. <sighs> and a monster would say that also, but I'm, I'm gonna risk it. You guys, watch my right back, and then I'm gonna like I myself alone. I'm gonna come forward, and I'm gonna lay on hands and try to and heal him.
0: As for... you come forward, you see his hand, and it it's it has red on it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this feels um, like very complex. You don't complex. know where it came from yeah um so, you so said you,
0: uh, what are you gonna heal uh'
3: twenty five left I'll do fifteen
0: okay you start to feel better, Jacques you start to feel better mm-hmm. and you feel still that disorientation that you had before, but you you feel the back of your head and you don't feel the uh the wound there anymore mmm Thank you. Mm. Oh, I feel
7: better. It's good. What are your names?
2: Yes. I'm Sarayath Aldadanan and have been overseer of the operations of this mine before Chuck Stoneheart. Uh, nice to meet do, you. Should I introduce you all as well?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yes, I am Kira Ryder. These are our companions Alden Wallaby and um, Cato Sturgis we're pleased to Alden Alden's just going
4: to gently poke him with the mace
0: <laughs> this,
5: this, Alden
4: uh,
0: that. this halfling brings out his mace and starts to kind of edge it closer to you to try to poke you with it
5: Cato yeah, just I, like um, use his size and just sort of shut not but not that he's bulky but just like <laughs> bigger than a halfling and just be like oh buddy
1: no, no, no! Yeah. Uh, I, I <laughs> shake, like, I oh, shake the.
6: Like I shake the mace like I'm shaking a hand. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. well, There you go. Uh, um,
3: can you tell us what the last thing you remember is?
7: Oh, uh, not much. <sighs> I re- I remember a scream. It sounded like <gasps> Eloise. It sounded like Eloise. Is she here?
5: Uh, We haven't found her yet, but she's on our list of people to find.
7: I I could have sworn I heard her. And then darkness. That's all I remember.
2: Hmm. Surprise attack. After someone had been alerted.
4: Uh, I remember do remember where you... you were? Yeah. Come again. Do you remember where you were when you were like lost conscious? Was it like the next room over or further I, was, down?
7: I was in that shaft right there. I was down there doing work. I'm sorry. My mind it's blurry.
6: And I go to uh, take a knee.
3: Yeah. Oh, no. Do we have like water? Like I would offer him like a water skin or something. Yeah,
0: you had you would have water.
3: Or like rations, maybe if he that might help. Was Eloise with you in the shaft?
7: I'm sorry, I don't remember. I just remember her scream. She needs me. I need to help her.
6: We will. We'll, we'll yeah. help both of you.
1: Yeah. Do you think I you think I...
6: can walk, Bud? I think so. I think so. And I stand okay. up.
3: All right, why don't you finish a little bit more water before we get underway? I kind of want to... Alden, can you... I know, Just can you help me take a once-over of him and see if there's any other injuries? You know?
7: Yeah.
4: He seems friendly <laughs> enough. Yeah, He's still okay. kind of suspicious. <laughs> <You're> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do a, uh, um, a quick like, um, health check. I have um, a couple of healer skits in case we need to do any quick triage or anything like that.
0: The wound uh, that was at the back of his head uh, seems to be, for the most part, healed. He doesn't have any other injuries that you can see. A couple okay. of bumps and scratches uh, from the work that he does.
6: Okay. Hands are super seems- calloused.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> seems to be okay. I mean, probably just a big bump on his head. I mean, that's understandable. It might not still be a bit disoriented. Um. Probably with a bit of time, might start recalling a bit more information. But for now, I think it's best we continue.
3: Is there a um, spot in the mines that people would have gone if they were in trouble? Like mm-hmm. some sort of central spot that we could try to check first?
7: i um, I'm so sorry. I wish I could be more help. I don't. <sighs> Something about the heat. I don't know. It did something to my brain. It's okay. Do
0: you yeah. have a map?
2: Yes, I have a map.
0: <laughs> you see this elf pull out a, a map of the mines. Very excitedly. And you see, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh,
1: and
0: they point out exactly where you guys are, and you see the shaft. You see a a larger opening up ahead that was probably the main... Uh, the main room for ore uh, manufacturing or or uh, gathering and such, because that's where you see all of the tracks heading out to different you know areas, as well as a track that goes directly to the, towards the entrance. So, you believe that if anything, they would be uh, Eloise would be somewhere in that area, or maybe further back.
6: So, I'll point at the area that that you had. Uh, you said that was more further in, right, into the mine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I I believe right here, right there,
7: that is where someone may go. Let me come with you. I know I'm not a warrior, but I have explosives. And if we need to blow something up, I can help. I want to help for Eloise.
2: Explosives in a mine. I wonder, do you have the proper? Pa- Never mind. The point is, <laughs> the point
1: is, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> observable behavior from these creatures means that they are primarily driven by a trap and spring hunger motivation. So it would make sense for them to gather all of the survivors and then just eat them as they go along uh, in in one central area before laying out further traps. So this would make sense. Yes.
7: You say creatures. What
2: creatures? Undefined creatures in both shape and prior knowledge. Creatures. Yes, I know. It's it's a lot to take in. Yes. Things that should be a piece of paper but aren't.
7: <laughs> no, I have never seen something away. such as this.
3: Yeah, it's I a weird day all around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, why don't we make for that room I think I'll go first and mm-hmm. Cato bring up the rear.
7: Mademoiselle, let me come with you. I want to come with you. Let me come I, with you.
3: Yes, you can yeah. come with us, but I think it's best if you stay behind the uh person in armor. And I but you can like be like right near me to lob, fun explosives, which I'm excited about, as seems to Alden, do you have a thought?
4: Yeah, so yes, we, we, we should definitely uh, make haste and try to help out any, any more survivors, but before we do, I do agree you should come with us because I don't want you to be wandering alone. And then also, even though you may not know or you can't really describe these creatures, your input may be very valuable. I know you might be disoriented a bit, make, I don't know how you feel right now, but if you notice anything out of place, anything that doesn't seem right, do pointed out to us because we've already been surprised by a couple inanimate objects that turned out to be very animated. I kind of look over to Soraya.
3: <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, and, but yes, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to put more stress on you. I, I, injuries to the head always are pretty rough, but if you do notice anything,
7: yes. let us know. Yes, of course. Alden, I will do my best.
0: Okay, so the marching order is Kira first, followed by who?
4: Odin would probably stay near the back.
3: Yeah, I think the rear Also, if Jacques wants to, because if he is with closer to me and then can see any room and see if there's anything out of place, I think that's a good idea.
0: Okay. Then who's and behind Sari- uh, Sariath?
3: Well, I think Sariath likes to roam free. In the back, right? So uh, free safety, <laughs> <AD>, you know? <laughs> Look,
1: uh, I've already
2: taken points several times today and nearly had my face chewed off. And when I tell you I wish we didn't have to explain the nature of these things, I, I sincerely mean it. So sure, yes, I will stay by Jacques and learn more about these explosives.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All and right, so... their own code. Yeah, (laughs) And then after (laughs) after Sariath, Alden, and Cato bringing up the rear. So you guys are starting to head down this shaft. And as you guys head down the shaft, you guys see it open up into a large, large cavern where a lot of other shafts are kind of connected towards it. And you see a bunch of carts that are collected here and tracks that are uh, leading into and out of shafts. You see also the light sources that are along the walls have kind of disappeared and instead there are large bra- uh, braziers that are in strategic parts of this uh this room
6: is there something in this room that i kind of remember a little bit about
0: you as you're looking around the room jacques you notice a table that has a bunch of strewn barrels and uh you you remember uh you have a vivid flashback of you and Eloise playing uh card games with the other dwarves uh, here okay
3: i'd like to do a perception roll to
1: check for traps check for traps <laughs> <laughs> traps really <laughs>
2: They're not specifically covered in, like, little Kira dust motes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What did you roll?
3: Not great. I rolled a nine. So, 14. Okay. That's a
0: respectable number.
3: Sure.
0: Well, These things are wily, though. (laughs) uh, Yeah, they are. They are very wily. Well, you're not very versed in, you know, mines and mining equipment and such. So, you wouldn't be able to really... Tell if there's anything out of place here but I will give you that you are with a minor and you kind of like look around and kind of ask for his input as you guys are going through and you don't see he doesn't see anything out of place in fact as he's going around and you know looking with you he seems to be becoming a bit more lucid about you know where you guys are as he kind of recognizes areas around him yes but you don't see any traps I remember
7: playing games here with Eloise, Ah, my Eloise, we would be sitting right here and we'd be drinking mead and eating, talking of fun times. Ah, This room brings back a few memories.
0: Oh, that
3: sounds so nice. So are the brazers lit? Like, is there light? They in? are. Okay.
0: There is light. So
3: it's not like super dark in here or anything? No. Okay. Well, we are going to do our best to find her. Don't you worry. Thank you. And then we kind of like proceed through the room, still keeping an eye out for things and like looking to see. I think maybe Kato too can take a look to see if like signs of struggle, things like that. Yeah, I can do that. Ranger.
5: Do you want me to go ahead and roll a perception check?
3: Yeah.
0: No? Yes, please. Okay. But before or as you that, eyes uh, see? Yeah, What's your ranger, your eyes well, of rangerness. My oh boy. I do want to ask uh Sarayath, you you had some interesting facial reactions when uh Jacques was describing things. Can you describe those for me? Uh,
2: yes. Yeah, so Sariath is like taking this opportunity to examine. Jacques, just to be like, I wonder if wet can be like approximated by these creatures. Perhaps we can use like small cuts to determine what it is that they can bleed at. And then they're like, why was Jacques so vehemently like saying, you must take me with you? And then Jacques provided the answer. So there goes that like mysterious <laughs> explanation. And they're like, what is the precise nature of their relationship? But then we must not ask people precise natures of their relationship. It's considered (laughs) rude when you haven't even properly known someone for more than five minutes. So (laughs) those are all of the facial expressions (laughs) I've had.
7: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I asked. But he's still
2: intently looking at Jacques like,
1: hmm. (laughs)
0: I thought that you were like, wait a minute, they were drinking on the job.
1: <laughs> I, I mean,
2: so I've been in Earth Day long enough to know that dwarven work culture is—they can you. have like probably three or four <laughs> drinks before it becomes an issue.
1: Beer there, lunch. There's
4: even some 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 improvements. So <laughs>
6: <laughs> there's some benefits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thank you all for being so well-cultured. I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
5: I rolled a 24.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Okay. So with your eyes of ranger, uh, sight beyond sight and all that, (laughs) you take a look and you see on the ground, there are uh, what appear to be footsteps that Mm. are uh, not running away from something, but running towards one of the shafts.
5: Hmm. Yeah, I'll point it out and just... Uh, well, it looks like somebody went running that way. So that seems like a good place to start.
2: It occurs to me, Jacques, are you equipped with anything other than explosives to do damage to anything that might wish us harm?
7: I My tools were taken. I don't know where they are. But I had uh. a pickaxe before.
1: Uh.
5: Uh, well... One, why don't you go if you if you're okay borrowing this and I'll hand them the rapier I was borrowing and just swap to my longbow. Take good care of it. They'll get real mad if you ruin it. But I would say if you see a pickaxe pickax along the way that you feel that feels good, pick it up. Thank you keto.
3: Kira like looks alarmedly from that rapier to Saraya to the rapier. <laughs> And it's just like, uh-huh.
2: Their lips just like sort of quiver as they put their mouth back into proper position. Mm-hmm.
7: Kato, in return, I would love for you to have this dynamite. Can I hand oh. him a stick?
5: Um, <laughs> I'm <dynamite. laughs> I am very torn on whether or not to keep this just for sheer fun. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Cato would look at it like this isn't a time for returning favors. Let's let's take care of Eloise.
0: Okay, thank you. He hands it back shaft, to
3: you. Do you know where this shaft goes? Like, and I kind of like, Sarai. Can we look at the map again and see if we can see? Yes, yes. Yeah, if there is any dead ends or choke points
0: so pulling up the map you take a look and that shaft leads further back it has a couple of twists and turns in it but mostly it's two paths one that leads further in and then another that led to a cave in all right so mm. it
2: dutifully marcates on the walls where they've been and we will point towards the shaft as they walk in just, just tap the little archway just to make sure that all the nails are in the right spot <laughs>
3: Cool. Okay, then I think we proceed to the shaft. And again, as any time we come like around a corner, we would sort of like pause and allow for like me and Jacques to like look and see and make sure that things out of place and nothing's like too crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think we would be moving pretty cautiously, okay. We're not picking up random scraps of paper or anything. Well, I mean, we
1: <laughs> might need to
2: capture the paper. Actually, that's a good idea. Whenever we see another piece of paper, we should put a basket on it. Do you have a oh, basket then- ready to go?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I only have bottle. this.
2: <laughs> I have- no, but we should find a basket and then put it on it. Yeah, I love that idea. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Just you guys casual had,
2: shaft conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you guys are in the shaft having your casual shaft conversation.
1: <laughs> we <We're> just talking <laughs> about shaft. The,
0: <laughs> we can dig it.
4: Um, Thank you. you guys, just your
0: mouth.
1: <laughs> We're just
4: <laughs> bad mothers. out. your mouth. Your
1: mouth.
0: <laughs> so you, uh, you guys are going to, you see the path that leads over to the, um, the cave-in and then you see the, you see the path that leads further in, uh, and it's dark. Like the sconces have been turned out. There's maybe like one or two sconces every ten or twenty feet that go further in, so it is a bit darker.
2: Should I light the sconces? Yeah.
1: You uh, can. Careful. Yeah. Careful.
2: careful with the sconces. Sraith will slightly stab a sconce and twist their <laughs> daggers, check for a white blood. <laughs> if it's dry, they'll go ahead and it's, light it.
0: It's completely dry as you stab each one of them. You hear a little squeak. <gasps> <Aww>. A
2: squeak? <laughs> <Yeah>. A squeak?
0: <laughs> there was a squeak. What happened? You hear a clump on the ground. <gasps>
4: <gasps> yep. That's as it makes
0: its final noises and dies.
4: Yep. Uh, get it, tool. get it, get it, get it. Did
3: I not? I, I open the book my, and like hold it over there? No. Oh
0: no, it it's dead. <laughs> what? What? It's a rat! Yeah,
3: it's <laughs> just oh, a rat. A rat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was the sconce that turned into something. I don't know.
0: Thank you for that, Foley, by the way, Alfonso. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
0: I, I remember, uh, you know, the times back in New York must have really honed your sense for rat noises. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. That's right. If, we
6: had, if this, this made, was a visual D&D, there'd be a rat with pizza. That's it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I have a very, very niche tangent. I will just put a link anyway. It has nothing to do with D&D. copy. <laughs>
0: Uh, but shall after you- after you kill that rat, you're able to light the sconce, and you yes, indeed did stab a rat, and it is it Aww. is dead.
2: I am very sad, but also this gives me a very good idea. Hmm. Do you tell. Tell us more. It is not percolated fully yet, so perhaps I shall wait and avoid another failure. I don't think I can handle another one today, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Moving
3: on. Sorayeth, your failures are much smarter than some of my successes. So just think about that, and we soldier forward.
1: face <laughs> <laughs> is baffled.
3: Right, I was hoping for that. And here we go. <laughs> um,
4: as we're walking down, I know uh, since we or uh, Sorayeth lit the sconces, I'm just gonna use a little bit of thaumaturgy every once in a while to kind of just brighten up. The, the tunnel a little bit more, since I can make the flame the flames brighter. Mm. So hopefully, I can get it a little, little bit more light, at least for like a temporary couple seconds, and see if we notice anything, anything odd, any movement, anything skittering about.
0: Okay, so you don't see anything skittering about as you're like using thaumaturgy to make the room brighter or anything, but you are getting closer to the end of this passage uh, that leads to a uh, a bigger room. As you're getting closer, you do hear some sound coming ahead of you, and it sounds like weeping of some kind.
1: Hmm.
3: Oh, I'm gonna Dude. guess that Jacques is gonna it, try to it, rush forward, and I'm gonna stop yeah, him I would. from doing that. <laughs> 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 like the moment that I see? hear, I like grab the, the like his jacket or whatever, and like just like
1: hold on,
6: cheri! and then I start walking forward. But like, Mm -hmm, kind of pushing mm -hmm. past everybody.
1: Mm -mm.
0: Uh, Okay, so do me a favor. Can I have a contested strength check from you, Alfonso, and I I want to
2: Put a quick bet. (laughs) Put a quick bet on (laughs) Jack. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs)
1: Kira.
6: Which one? I got the. I got the roll for
0: you. Okay, I got the roll for you. Okay, thank you. All right. What did you roll, Kira? Oh. Uh just beat him out just beat him out so as you move forward jock to you know call forward and you know see if you can reach your love kira stops you it's 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 like that meme where like the dude's coming out of the shop and like the other guy just stops you know uh, the person with one hand
3: yeah and i just kind of like put my finger to my lips and then we like we continue to move forward but i like Try to convey, like, but I kind of, I kind of
6: silently plead with my eyes, like
3: right. I know, I know, I, and I, and I say just like very quietly, like they're shapeshifters,
1: and we have to be very careful.
3: And then we Not... like keep going forward. I can roll persuasion okay. to try to convince him to to calm himself.
6: I that I means. Okay, no, like, I, I trust you. I feel like okay. in this okay. moment, you feel... like, you, know, you, kind <laughs> yeah. of, you kind of, you kind of you 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 Your strength has.
1: Right.
3: Okay. I'm a very big girl, just so we know.
2: And. So dutifully pays themselves their own,
3: their own copper and loss.
2: Uh...
3: <laughs> 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 Excellent. Okay. And then as we either come around a corner or like see more fully what's going on, I want to roll a perception check.
0: Okay. You guys start uh, coming into the entryway to this large room, and uh, it looks like this is an area where they were digging to expand the mines a bit more, and you see that there is a figure that is hunched over a a body, what looks like to be a body, and uh, they are crying. The light in this room is not very bright, so you can't really make out the details, but uh, this, this Dwarf is crying over their this body, and they don't notice you guys come in
3: can i i'm I'm specifically like checking out the corpse see if i
0: you are not close enough to check out the corpse mm. you are at the entryway to this larger cavern, which has them probably about fifty feet away from you guys, Sarai, if you have a
1: question
2: Seariath has. A finger in the air, and then points to them, and then points over there, and then puts their finger to their lips, and mm-hmm. then shrugs their shoulders. Kira
3: is not. Uh, go ahead and
0: go ahead and give me a, a an intelligence check to see if you understand Ooh. what Soraya is trying to tell <laughs> oh you.
3: I feel like I understand, but okay. <laughs> I feel
1: like well, Kira I'm actually...
4: Yeah. While this is happening, Alden uh, just kind of lightly taps on Kira since she's going to be the one kind of moving forward, I figure. And just okay. cast uh, less on her. All right.
0: Go ahead and add the effect to her in Fantasy Grounds for me. And Kira, what did you roll?
3: Well, I'm going to spend that cookie. Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> Go ahead and reroll that. What did you roll this time?
3: Well, the higher roll, which was the first roll, was a four. And the secondary oh. roll was a one. So... Mm. And okay. Kira is not super smart, and her intelligence oh. is a negative one. So, ah. Okay. We have apparently not established any kind of signals. I have no idea what you're trying to say. So I just kind of like quizzically, like, what? And then it's just like, no. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. Okay. no, what did you mean to say with your signals? No, I... no, 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 no. You gotta <laughs> tell me. You gotta tell me. <laughs>
2: Sarayath points at them, points over there. I go over there, but very quiet.
1: Mm? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, which is okay. what Jax received that to be. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I would like the rogue to go stealth forward. Sure. In, in the way that rogues, the classic rogue way. <laughs> but Kira was like, what could that mean?
0: What you thought that Sariath uh, was saying was Sariath should go. I don't know.
3: <laughs> uh, like Yeah. Kira just is kind of like, what? No. And like shakes head and like, is gonna like, continue to try to move forward without startling either the person or the, and, and she's also gonna like if she sees the corpse move, she's going to cast Moonbeam on it.
0: Alfonso?
6: I was going to say, uh, during this commotion, I start hustling over there. Yeah. I actually, okay. sneak past some. Like
3: just, yeah, just use that yes. temporary, Elo- yeah. like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, I start
6: so I start Jacques hustling all the way.
0: <laughs> Eloise pushes you aside. Wait wait. This Jacques, confusion. wait, 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 no. He <laughs> goes over and he grabs Eloise and turns her towards him. And Jacques, you see Eloise in front of you and she's crying and she looks up at you and she has this look of confusion and terror on her face. Eloise.
6: And then I stab
0: her.
1: What?
6: Whoa. In the heart. Oh. Heloise.
0: <laughs> Heloise. You see Jacques turn his head and you see half of it kind of turn into almost like a venom-esque face where the eyes are like kind of morphed and the rest of his mouth and lips is gone and you see jagged teeth and that same tongue that you saw earlier. Alfonso, you take one of your sticks of dynamite and you throw it at the group. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, just, uh, he- just for.
5: <laughs> so I feel I was I didn't have a good way to say it. Uh, and I promise I thought this beforehand. Uh, I was going to be like, as I see him running, just in case, it's just kind of like longbow, not drawn, but, you know, just like kind of starting to drift in that direction. I don't know if you will let me give a little like maybe I can catch this thing in, in, in midair. Situation with
0: the dynamite. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> I will give you this.
3: This would have been the moment for the cookie that I already give
0: spent. me a dexterity saving throw. Okay, at disadvantage because you were not completely aware of what was going to happen.
5: Fair enough. So that's also- going to be um, a seven on the die. So I'm not. I'm not feeling great about this.
3: We do all cookies. Oh. <laughs> sorry, I
5: miss uh I accidentally dropped sorry, it should be 13, not 20. I typed it wrong.
0: Okay. So you rolled a 13 total. Yes. Okay. Uh that's not enough.
5: Well yeah. sometimes you, you can't always be cool. So can, can mm-hmm.
0: I, can I mean you do. You do have the ability to re-roll this with your your use of a cookie.
5: Uh, You know what? Sure. Am I re-rolling at disadvantage again or just one?
0: You're re-rolling at disadvantage. All right. Worse. And while you're... Oh, worse than that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Sariath? Yeah,
2: Sariath has a very important question. About the lighting structure around this horrible creature that is currently in possession of their favored rapier that was a gift at heirloom. Not <laughs> not none, none, none is there fire around, or is is this creature just throwing like an unlit stick of dynamite at us?
0: It's it's unlit. It's an unlit stick of dynamite. Can I but...
2: catch it? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to roll a deck save to catch it, sure. Because it's unlit. It's unlit, yes, but you don't know how this dynamite works. Fine. So I'm going to give wanna... you the classic DM answer. Are you sure you want to do this?
2: If it's unlit. <laughs> no. Yeah, so everybody is, has everybody, a way to... No. Yes, yeah. but, like, literally...
1: Are the you litigation. sure?
2: I want to smack it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to smack it.
1: <laughs> uh, and I before don't think we, that... I before think we go
0: just... to this action, Oswe, do you have anything else to add to this moment of, oh my god?
4: Yes. As soon as I see Jack stab Stab-Louise or the other dwarf in front of us and turn and grab and reach something, if again, depending on how quickly Alden would react, I would like to cast Charm Person and be like, no, 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 you don't want to do that, and just kind of try to hold him in place. Hmm. Because I, I, I was saying, it's like, move, 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 kind of like before the stab, uh-huh. and yeah, like I figured, yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, now I see they're stabbing somebody, and now they're throwing something at us, like, no, 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 no don't do that.
0: Uh, I'm not going to give this one to you.
4: No, okay.
0: Not going mean, to give that one to yeah, you. Yeah,
3: because Charm, I mean, Charm person and Charm monster are different too, right?
4: Yeah, but yeah. it's a humanoid, uh, oh, okay. humanoid within range.
3: Totally.
0: So, what is your plan, Saraiath? Are you going to try to catch it, swat it away? What are you going to do?
2: Y'all are shaking your head so vehemently <laughs> right now.
3: <laughs> I and just feel like if makes- we can swat it as opposed to catch it.
5: Like, I mean, yeah. I, you but- know, the more I think about this, it, it's like a risk reward thing. I feel like catching it is going to be safer than swatting it because I feel like it's the jostling that'll do Yen, mm-hmm. as with honestly- most things.
2: Honestly, mm. like Saraiath's intelligence might be high, but their their wisdom is not the greatest as we have seen before, mm-hmm. but they're pretty good with dexterity. So I'd say that Saraiath, if Cato shoots, misses, and it's not caught, Saraiath is gonna be like, There's no way everybody else is gonna be leaping out of the way if this is an explosive. So we'll just try and like do their first instinct was which was to catch it.
0: Okay. Alfonso, you have something to add? I know. I know this group probably hates
6: me
1: right now. <laughs> <You> know, I <laughs> like all of you. How dare you. We um, let you uh, into our house uh, You <laughs> monster. <I know. laughs>
6: Berto, can I suggest something? Please. To help the group? Potentially? Please. I don't yeah. know if it's going to work, but Cato, there was a moment where I did offer a dynamite to you and you held it in your hand briefly. I don't know if there's a yeah. moment where you can roll something to maybe remember what you noticed about that piece of dynamite because it was in your hands
5: yeah. at some point. <sighs> I'll be honest from Cato's perspective. He wasn't thinking about that. He was too <laughs> focused on like the mission and Eloise. So Cato,
0: I am giving you inspiration.
5: Thank you. Well,
3: just
0: All right, here we go. Let's hack this out.
3: It's pretty for this
0: world. Okay. Sariath, please give me a dex saving throw to catch this uh, stick of dynamite.
2: Okay, right, so Kato's just finished a shot against the dynamite. Sariath... Just finished
0: a shot, missed looks it.
2: ...looks over at the group and then just sort of, like, leaps in the air and then tries to just, like, pluck it out. Okay, it's not bad, but it's not as high as I was hoping. It was... 13
0: 13 so, total
2: no my plus is 21 so uh, my total okay. is the 21
0: okay here's what happens the arrow is fired <laughs> to you know pluck it out of the air and it misses and it keeps on flying towards you you see Alden going no 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 and Soth you just leap up into the air and you grab it. And as you grab this stick of dynamite, you guys see Jacques do a, a somatic symbol with his hand and it goes off.
2: Yep. Terrible. Sick.
0: Everybody <laughs> takes, oh Jesus, 23 damage.
3: So like a saving throw to make, or no? You just
0: take uh. It? You know what? I will give you guys a saving throw, but I will not give Sariath one because they caught it.
3: Not even
2: with uncanny dodge.
0: <laughs> you know what? It is called uncanny. No, I'm not going to give it to you.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I think you still get to use uncanny dodge. Yeah, you still like
0: so. I you feel- will take you will take half damage, but you you will not be able to negate it. How about that?
2: All right. Yeah, that's, that's, no, I mean, like, it's, I definitely failed the thing because I'm touching it, but. (laughs) 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 Okay, so. Is
4: it a deck save or?
0: Uh, Yes, deck save, please.
2: Okay. Okay,
4: okay, okay, okay. Kira, remember you have Bless if you need to. Uh,
3: What does Bless do for me again?
4: Uh, Adds you a uh, D4? D4, uh uh-huh.
3: Well, I rolled a one, so... Yeah,
0: you're going to take that. You're going to take all of it. Oh, I have a cookie, me. right? You have a cookie.
3: Okay.
4: Okay, that's a little bit better. <laughs> 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 so, damn, okay. Uh, I, I My original roll was a two, the next one was a 15, my total is 16.
0: You take half damage. And Kato also takes half damage. All right, give me an initiative roll.
2: Ah, oh, wow! All right, I guess we just get to roll more of our dice.
4: Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I could have used it for something else, but I got a twenty-one, natural twenty.
2: Wow, that's nice. Guess what I got? A two. <laughs> it's a total of a six i think so
1: okay yeah six
0: everyone roll their dice Mm -hmm. cool so we're going with the top of the line going with alden it is your turn uh your ears are ringing from this blast shock wave from this stick of dynamite that was hurled at you by this creature that is looking just rising up from the body of their slain partner, I guess. But they're not really the person, so it's not their partner. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you uh, you are there, and your ears are ringing, and your vision's a little blurry.
4: How does everybody look? Like I, I know we got a we got that kind of bomb blown up in our faces, but like everybody seems okay.
0: So. Everybody seems okay, except for Kira, who looks like they can pass out at any instant.
4: Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Got a couple options, but I will do
0: the healer trying to come up with the best healing strategy. <laughs>
4: yeah. Okay. Uh... Do wounds. 38 plus three so three zero three four. I'm gonna do cure wounds on Kira at fourth level, which should be um sorry 3rd level, uh, which should be forty eight uh sorry thirty eight plus eight. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Hopefully that should work. So let me target Kira.
0: That's. Hope you roll well.
4: Seven, seven, eight, hey, two. That's and not plus bad. Eight, yeah, seven, seven, two, for a total of twenty-four. And I think, let me see what I can do here. I'm just gonna get myself ready and put myself in the front to kind of like protect. My, uh, protect everybody while they kind of get ready for their attack okay yeah because i don't think i have another bonus action spell okay then yeah that should be it for me
0: all right cool next in line we have kato kato uh ears are ringing same kind of like you know effect on you All
5: right. Let's check. Did I, did I want to do that? Sorry. Um, yeah, I got two. I got two of these. Great. So the first thing I'm going to do is scatter out a little bit. And so, you know, just sort of run backwards, say 30 feet. Okay. And then the next thing I will do is I will cast my brain spank a new spell wind wall. So, and what I'll do is just you know, you know, kind of bring my hand, wave it across in front of where Jacques is. And then mm-hmm. a giant, like, all of a sudden, all this wind will just start blowing up around him.
0: Okay. Surrounding him? No, it'll just be sort of
5: straight. So sort of separating okay. us. And while that happens, I will... And so because it's right on him, you will need to make a strength saving throw.
0: Okay. What's the target to beat on that?
5: Uh, you are going to need to beat, I believe, a 13. It's not super high. Yeah, 13. Great. So you are going to take half of 3d8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Which is going to be 684 damage total. So not very okay. impressive. All right. But there are some other effects I won't mention yet until they come up.
0: Wow. Wow. The disrespect.
5: Nice.
4: Uh, okay. All right.
0: Fine. You want to play like that? Let's play. So is that all you're going to do? You have another uh, action.
5: Yeah, that's my action. So, cool. uh, and, uh, my, any bonus action I could take would be a spell, which I can't cast because it's cast a big spell.
0: Cool. So. All right. Next in line, we have Kira Ryder. Oh, Kira, I do want you to notice this real quick. So I'm just going to tell you what, what you notice instead of making you roll for it. As this wind wall is cast upwards, you take a good look at this creature in front of you and you see this look of absolute evil coming from its mimic side. You know, the eyes are curved upwards uh, and it's, it's you know, cl- crunchy teeth are like and its tongue is like and then you take a look at the other side, the dwarf side and you just see a completely broken and shattered dwarf like he is, you see tears streaming down his face he looks like he's crying at what's going on and you, I don't know how you feel about that, so just giving you that for free
2: wow
1: Giving you emotional
2: gifts.
3: emotional damage. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna give aura of protection to Eloise so that when she makes a saving throw, she adds my charisma modifier to it.
0: Oh, I'm also I'm also gonna give this to you. She's dead. She's oh she's
1: dead. no. There's, there's no point. In the room. There's
0: no point. She can't have to to. It was through the heart. Shot
1: yeah. through the heart! That was right there. uh, <laughs> and no it's too escape. late!
3: <laughs> it. I hate all of you.
5: Uh, one of the cruelty of the rules, I think, is only PCs get death saving throws.
1: Uh, <laughs>
3: it's because we're God, special. I save her.
2: Gotta live long enough for... Our DM to completely torture us into suspicious, right? Right, cold, <laughs> brutal murderers. Wow. Wow. we become the murder hobos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> this is a reverse murder hobo campaign. You start That'll- off as good people and then turn into murder hobos.
4: Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's like it's a, it's a whole thing. It's like you either become the hero or live long enough to become the murder hobos. <laughs> 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 um,
3: okay. Oh I am going to, you know, so nice, I'm going to do it twice. I am going to cast a Moonbeam on him. Okay. Silver light, five foot radius. When it enters the spell's area for the first time or starts its turn there, um, it has to make that saving throw, and it makes it a disadvantage. So there's that. So what's the save again? Constitution saving throw. If it fails, it instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. So I'm actually kind of hoping that this will force. If if it is as I suspect, it might force mm-hmm. the thing out of him because he has to stop being shape shifted.
0: Mm. Well, I rolled a twenty four, so a yeah, disadvantage. That's not you rolled,
3: rolled a twenty four. Disadvantage. Oh, it was a
0: disadvantage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me yes. roll again. I, I missed the disadvantage. I am it's so sorry. It it's the shame
3: shifter. rolls the disadvantage. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. You're
3: not helping this
1: situation. Wait, how would it get higher?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me roll my dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you. thoughts, everyone.
0: Ooh. That is... A seventeen and an eleven. Seventeen and a three, my bad. Uh wait. Yeah. Uh looks like it's DC a 10? is a
3: fifteen.
0: Looks like it's a ten. Okay. Alright. So I didn't I didn't I didn't make it.
3: Didn't make it. So you take two D ten damage and the shapeshifter must revert back to its original form whatever that may right. be
0: okay so it reverts to its original form of a bunch of little things its it's a bunch of little mimics in a trench coat that we're making up this dwarf and <laughs> it turns into a bunch of little mimics again
5: oh so it's all the little the little scattered pieces mhm mhm
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they take how much damage? You said
3: they take ten damage from my 10, ten damage. Yeah, uh, um, all also, of these
0: things take ten damage.
3: You, however, you choose to interpret that. Yes, I like that yes.
0: answer. Okay, yes. all right, cool. They are
3: also stuck in the thing until the next until they succeed on the Constitution saving throw. Appreciate. Sure.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, is that all you're going to do?
3: <laughs> I think that is all of the actions that I may take. And
0: it's it's turn next, and it has to take it has to do the save again. Yes. Oh my god,
4: my <laughs> like, I, I, feel so, I feel so bad for the DM. Like, I, I really don't want to do this, but like I
2: feel bad for him. He made sure bad. that we saw Jacques' pain as he killed
1: yeah. his Sherry. <laughs>
0: all right, I mean, it made the save sixteen twenty three, right?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice that's a disadvantage. It then, so it takes half damage on a successful one. So all
0: right, and what's that half damage?
3: Half damage. Is, uh, sixteen, so eight.
0: Cool. So this is what happens: you cast your moonbeam; it reverts back into its original form, which is a bunch of tiny little things. Is that uh, that there? made there?
3: Like, is this?
0: So it reverts Wait. into this tiny little thing. Okay. Uh, And they all scatter, or they can't scatter because of this moonbeam thing that has them. They burn for a round, and then it goes to their turn, and they burn and they die. And all of them just kind of start to melt away in this moonbeam, and all of them convert into sheets of paper that just go into a whirlwind and head into, uh, or sorry, towards you, Kira. Mm. And they Mm. all stick to you. As they all just kind of go uh, through you and not through you, but around you into your bag and into the book. But before all that happens and, you know, you see all of that go on, you see what appears. uh, Go ahead, Kato.
5: Just to add a fun wrinkle to this, uh, since they're all small sheets of paper, they can't actually pass through the wall of wind that I created because it prevents projectiles from flying through. (laughs)
0: So these are magical pieces of paper (laughs) that will (laughs) negate your magic wall. Uh, Sure. But what you see uh, happen as all these sheets of paper just kind of explode into the air, go through this uh, wind wall and head into the book, is you see what appears to be Jacques, who is on the ground, dead. You know it's him because you see the black and red beard that is intricately woven. And right next to him, you see Eloise, who is lying on his chest.
1: Aww.
0: All of the pieces of paper scatter, go into the book. The book flies out of your bag and it opens as all of the pages that, you know, where all the pieces of paper come together to form a couple of pages of this uh, this tome. And you see the tome light up, and you see shadow figures, origami figures made out of paper. You see a man and a woman, and you see both of them with weapons at their side, and you see them take hands together. And that's all you see as the paper goes back to normal and tome closes.
3: All right.
4: Uh, is Kira the only one that sees it or you guys also of...
0: see it okay
4: just a kind of like a quick look do the figures the man and the woman on the on the book do they look
0: dwarvish they do not look dwarvish no
4: okay okay because I was gonna say kind of mimics real life uh-huh. oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, just pretty much what kind of like the two figures, man and woman there, and then you got Jacques and Louise dying uh, in real life. But,
3: yeah. I did think it was super suspicious that he like couldn't remember anything about his own fucking mind.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, concussions
2: will the- do that. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: problem
2: was I'm normal. Who's normal? <laughs>
1: That's
2: right, it's just like <laughs> holding their hand, being like, what
3: is the- in here, <laughs> don't grab dynamite <laughs> out of the air.
1: <coughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Huffy
3: walk in circles. Huffy the walk in circles. Um, come here Yeah, go
5: ahead. I just—I'll drop
0: concentration on the wall. So it's yeah.
5: So
4: totally. does have
0: something to say, Alden?
4: Uh, yeah. While they're um kind of discussing and kind of going about, I do head over to Jack and Eloise's body. It's been less than a minute, right?
0: Uh, Since Eloise died, yes.
4: And uh, since Jack died as well. um, I know we have that kind of rule in terms of, like, hey, once they're dead, they're dead, but I do, as a cleric, have the revivify that comes with leveling up. Mm -hmm. I want to see if... How would you...
0: What does that do? It.
4: If it, if they're within the first minute, um, you touch a creature that has died within the first, last minute, uh, the creature returns to life with one hit point. You can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missing or
0: body parts. You would only be able to bring back Eloise. Okay. Because well, the body that she was crying over originally was Jacques. Okay,
4: okay, okay. All right, so I will take notice of that. I figure Jacques' body is a little bit more decomposed. I kind of say a little prayer to uh, Paylor and kind of hold my little symbol and say, just just let us save one, let us protect one. And hopefully, not knowing like, what will come of it, I'll just touch Luis's kind of side and try to pour some divine power into her.
0: You take out uh, the Ring of Pelor, and as you kind of solemnly whisper this into its ring, you see it start to kind of glow, and you hear this this ethereal hum uh, just happen. And uh, nobody else can hear it, but Kira, you do get a sense of something in this room near Alden. You don't know quite what it is, but you know that you felt it before. And you see this light, Alden, come pouring out of this this ring, and it lands on Eloise. And nothing happens for a second. But you start to see the light return to their eyes, you start to see the color rush back into their cheeks and they gasp for air and they look up and they see you.
1: Well, what
0: happened?
4: Oh, it's alright. Um, Relax, relax.
0: Where's, where's Jacques?
4: I look over to Jacques' body and it's not important right now. Um, guys, and I call over to my group.
1: <laughs> Everyone's like, "No, nope, not touchable." <laughs> 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 okay,
3: I Um, I, uh, I, I assume that I was like because I could see or I could feel it happening that I kind of saw when this started to happen, and mm-hmm. um, uh, Kiriko rushing over.
0: You rush over and you see Eloise. Who looks a bit shocked to be there? Uh, they don't know where Jacques is, and they haven't turned behind them to see the body of their
1: mm-hmm.
3: their lover. Um, I I take Eloise's hand in mine, and I use the last ten hit points that I have with lay on hands to like heal her yet further, mm-hmm. and hopefully that like strengthens her a little bit. And I say, Eloise. I'm so sorry to say that Shock didn't make it.
0: Well, do you mean he didn't make it? Where, where is he?
3: He wanted to protect you very badly, and I can tell you that he tried very hard to do what he could for you and loved you till the very end. But right now we need to get you to a place of safety and get you to a place where you can be healed.
0: But where is he? Where is my Jacques?
4: I, th- I think right now it's more important that we get you to Where of, is uh, he?
3: I I say he... I, I'm i sort of like, I'm still holding her hands, and I say, if you want to look, he's behind you.
4: How, how bad is the body?
3: Yeah.
0: It physically doesn't look that bad it has the same wounds that he had when he was Mm. introduced to you guys just like a very bad back uh, of the head gash i knew it so (laughs) so she she turns around to look at him and she just crumples on the ground and starts crying and sobbing over him and that's where we end our session
3: Did we miss Cato's moment? It looked like he had something to say.
5: Oh, I was just going to say, uh, uh, well, I was going to just be the one to volunteer to carry Jock's corpse. So that's all. Mm-hmm. Good guy, Cato. I'm so sorry. I always
1: always say carrying this, like, corpses. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: If he had a job in the group, it would be corpse carrier.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring out your dead. If he had a job, bring out your
5: dead.
3: Wow. Wow. Uh, Oh
5: my god. You know, I was sitting Uh, there trying to think of a way to use Ghoulalies, and I guess it's not relevant anymore. So,
1: uh, oh boy.
0: Well, yeah that was our that was our session. Thank you so much to our guest player, Alfonso, for joining us for this tale of intrigue and betrayals.
6: Yeah,
5: great having you, man. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that
6: was
3: that was, yeah, was a lot of fun. You got us well
1: done <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, us. <laughs>
6: I knew
4: there was something wrong with you
6: <laughs> but, yeah, next I time like... I show up you're gonna be like oh crap here he
1: comes again. Oh, <laughs> what?
3: also what? Way, why did, like it, since you rolled a one I feel like that should have been that you really believed that he was who he said he was no
0: because he he rolled the one and he was going to believe him like that's because that's his character but because he rolled a one he was like nope don't trust this guy at all totally Mm
1: -hmm.
4: (laughs) yeah yeah i want to see like if if i notice like oh oh it's a dwarf or it's jack but quick cool but then it's like a one it's like oh i don't trust you you're one of them (laughs)
3: right well and how uh, right you just were. to give you
0: guys <laughs> just to give you guys a a quick little plug for our stuff we do have a patreon that you could find us uh you know out there on to support our little podcast we have a buy me a coffee these are all things that are linked to our our twitter and our uh you know info for bios uh in our uh episodes so do make sure to visit those and if you so feel comfortable Uh, compelled to do so. Please help us out. We're just a little podcast full of people that just want to tell a story and you know make you feel good, or make you feel sad, or make you feel angry because you know betrayals (laughs) happen all the time. (laughs) A lot of them
2: are
5: status effects, if you will. Right Uh there you go. Uh (laughs) Yeah,
0: and uh, let's let's thank again, Alfonso, our guest from the podcast Status Effect. You go check them out there on all the major podcasting sites. Uh, There is another Status Effect podcast, but uh alfonso's is the good one so make sure to
1: look out for that
5: one friendship (laughs) ended with other status effect content (laughs) well the other other one's been
6: inactive for like i think two years or three years now at some Uh, point so like we're we're the the new one we're the new and
0: (laughs) and there can only be one and they they there can only be one they so
6: so all i hear is that you took them out that's right right. i took him out like a mimic (laughs) there you go Uh,
0: (laughs) all right well wrapping up this podcast again i am your dungeon master roberto and with me at the virtual table as always is jack's playing kira rider i'll
3: have a good night folks
0: josue playing alden wallaby
4: adieu adios goodbye and again i wish i knew more languages (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: a Doran playing Cato Sturgis
5: later nerds
0: <laughs> Chelsea playing Saria Thaldadonan
2: yeah there's no lesson here <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Alfonso our guest playing the little mimic that could
6: thank you so much everyone have a wonderful evening or day or wherever you're at <laughs>
0: And join us again next time for another exciting episode of
1: Tales of
0: Azeron.
1: Azeron. Azeron. That's what you get. Tales,
5: Tales of Zeron.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs>